the Sfas Emes at the the latter part of one of his early uh, Devar Torahs, he talked about the amazing feat that Avram did, which was to get himself a circumcision uh, in his 90s, right? Not not a uh, easy matter. So the Midrash says in Tanhuma, his halach lifnei Hashem tamim to go uh, uh, tamim. It usually means a complete. Okay, to me, it also mean uh, um, you know a perfect, right? So perfection and completion are are tied together. Now, the midrash says Tama Avram. Avram said ad atanim achaser. So Avravinu, he has this relationship with God, and he's, that is, uh, he's trying to do everything that God is asking of him, right? And what? And let's remind ourselves what happens at the beginning of the parsha. Avram picks up his family and they move all the way to you know another part of the world. You know, granted, in in today's terms, it wouldn't be that far uh, to go, but uh, when all you had were um, uh, pack animals to transport yourself and your possessions and your family. It's quite an undertaking. And um, uh, right there are no roads. So you're, you're picking up and right, go from your, your, your birthplace, right, your home, and go to the land that I'm going to show you. And he doesn't even show him yet. He has to still go and he showed him along the way. Avram took an enormous leap of faith. And, uh, uh, and he has an incredible elevation in his spiritual life. And yet, uh, Hashem's saying, you're not, uh, you're not complete. And Avram's like, why, why am I not, you know, what, what am I missing? And so this is where we learn what Avram needs to do to be complete. Ukusha amol atzmi. When Avram gets the brismila, when he circumcises himself, he will become complete. And that's why I said, that, that's why we, you know, when I started, that this is a little bit of a controversial topic. Of course, it's not controversial in to those who practice it, but to the, the world outside of us, uh, today, there is a lot of, of opposition growing, unfortunately, about this practice. And so that is why I thought we would uh, deal with this issue today. I'm not going to uh, shy away from discussing this important matter. So what does it mean that Avram is not complete? That shlemus, that that completeness comes when a person mechaser uh, is to to it literally it's to to make less themselves in order to nullify something about themselves to Hashem Yisbarach, and and anybody who fasts on Yom Kippur does the same thing, right? We we deprive ourselves of food and and drink. 
in order to come closer to God because we are we are mechaser ourselves. We are limiting something about ourselves for a higher purpose. And here in this case, we understand that completeness only comes when a person has the influence of their creator on them. That a person on their own, left of their own accords, um, they have an incompleteness to them. They think that they are the, the creator of the world, and they think that they, you know, if a person goes without that, that uh, idea, says this Fas Emes, that they're incomplete. Their understanding of the world is incomplete because they have not taken upon themselves completeness comes through accepting upon ourselves the influence of the Creator. And there's a, a concept that when you nullify something, you can actually, uh, um, you're actually uh, uh, keeping it. What do I mean? So, for example, with, with Shabbat, right? Uh, God forbid uh, you're, you, you keep Shabbat and somebody is sick and you therefore, you're going to get in the car and you're going to drive the person to the hospital in order to save their life, right? The, the, I don't know, 911 didn't come. Or let's say you do anything to violate a Torah law in order to save a life. So that concept is called, right? nullifying something in order to fulfill something, right? Bitulo, we are, we, are we are negating, maybe that's a better word, negating the laws of Shabbat in order to, to uh, uh, keep the law, which is to save a life. And that's why it also helps understand a question. Why was brismila given where it was given? Why, why did God choose the, uh, uh, a, a gentleman's private parts for where to uh, put this, this covenant with? Why not somewhere else? Wouldn't it have been easier in the ear? And it was given in the reproductive organs, okay? Because that, from there, a person believes that they do have this, this power to produce offspring, and that what distinguishes a person as opposed to uh, an angel or uh, uh, that the person has the power of, 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 of reproduction. There has to be there a sign. So I'm going kind of quickly, but I'm going to explain what I'm saying. The reason, says the Svasemis, that the brismila is that the, the covenant with God takes place uh, on, on the, the man's reproductive organ is, is, to, is, is, a, uh, uh, is, is not a, some kind of, God forbid, a way to uh, uh, harm that person, right? It's not about harming. It is to constantly remind a person that, they're, that when they are in the world, Especially men need this 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 uh, this uh, reminder that they cannot use their power as, as, as their their masculine energy in in any way they want. That is forbidden. They have they have to have the reminded that they have to uh, operate under certain guiding principles, and that through 
uh, uh, through modifying their and through having that influence of of God in their lives, so then they have a completeness. Right? They they've put a, a, a mo- that moderation actually it, it makes them a better person. That moderation makes them a better person. Moderating that masculine uh, uh, energy and that power makes them a better person. Now, what do I mean by moderating it? Meaning that that uh, uh, they can't help but notice that in this uh, 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 that the that the place where they fundamentally are a man that there is this sign. And any time a person, uh, uh, and we said this about Yom Kippur, any time a person la- uh, uh, does something to diminish themselves, but they're doing it to diminish themselves in order to give honor to Hashem, this is very praiseworthy. We see in David Melech, we see in, in, in the Psalms, Dor Hashem, a person who is, is following God right there, not lacking. Uh, 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 in fact, the opposite Kaltov, they, they, they receive goodness, right? And it says, Ein lirav, and those who fear God are not lacking, right? And we would, and we, we see this, I, I'm just, Yom Kippur is a perfect example, is that a person, uh, through their fasting in Yom Kippur, right, uh, uh, they're not looking at this in a way that, oh, wow, poor me. They're saying, I'm doing this for a reason, I'm doing this for a purpose, I'm doing this as a way, I'm, I'm diminishing myself in order to get good in order to get closer to God. Now, uh, uh, harming the body, doing any kind of adjustment on the body uh, 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 th- that we just want to do ourselves, we're not permitted to. We're not permitted to mutilate ourselves. So you say, but this, but, but the, the process of doing the brismila, the circumcision, is something which is divinely ordained. And I want to talk about it, its, its tribal connection uh, uh, as well, which is very important. Now there's also a connection to Shabbos, right? There's always a connection to Shabbos. Whenever you study this Fas Emes, you always know that there is a connection to Shabbos in every Parsha. You know what the connection is this week? He says like this. It takes a moment to explain. Shabbos Bas Menucha, Kalsa Venigra HaMalacha. We have six days of week. We Shabbos creates the completion on the six days. If we only had six days, uh, excuse me, if we only had work week, then it would just be a week, it would be this constant, everybody would be on this hamster wheel of life, just running and running and running and running. And by having the day of rest, it actually gives meaning to those six days. The fact that we take this day off gives meaning to the six days. So in the same way, it, it, so he ties that into Shabbos, is when the person uh, does the bris, when the person uh, has that, that uh, uh, a final act of perfecting the body, it gives meaning, it gives more, it, it elevates, it elevates the body. And that's why it's called the covenant. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a relationship, it's a connection. Uh, it's a pact between a makabel and al hashpah So you know when you have a pact, you have two people, and very often in a pact, right, one person's giving something and one person's receiving something, right? You make a deal. 
So this this is this this bris is is such a pact that we have with God. That's why it's called a, a bris. It's a it's a um, it's a pact. Venira shelachach nisna zol adam shehuk shu erlam. So and and it seems that's why it was given to man. Now uh, uh, you know the 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 there's a famous midrash that that the non-Jew comes to the rabbi. Why? Why if if God is perfect and God created humans and God created humans perfectly, why do you need the brismila? Aren't people created perfectly? And then and if you need a circumcision to be perfect, so it shouldn't have been perfect, shouldn't be per- people born without a bris. Okay? Shouldn't we be born without it? If that's perfection, we should be born without it. And the, what's the answer to this? What is the, 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 in the Gemara? You can see the answer. Okay? When when human when when we were born, we were born perfect, w- with this one exception. This one exception is uh, the, the 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 foreskin. It's that's the one place, and it was done so that again the person is, is we we right away realize that we have to diminish in some way ourselves in order to have a, a better connection with God. And why are we doing it? We're doing to have it... So again, this is Fasem is saying, we're doing this to have a completion. Right? So when we diminish ourselves... Now I want to... So many things I want to talk about here. We went through it kind of quickly. The first thing is this idea of diminishing yourself to create a connection. So, you know, anybody who's been in a, in a relationship knows that if it's all about them, that the relationship's going to fail, right? The only way that a relationship works is if a person makes room in their life for another person. If they are constantly about themselves and there's no room for somebody else, the relationship will fail. That is a way, that's one of the ways that you can see in outside of the uh, Torah world, this concept, a machaser, when you diminish yourself, you actually make room for others, right? And, and this is part of the bris milah. We, a, a, a man is diminished and this creates a space for God. Just like in this relationship when you have with another person, if you, it's all about you, there's no room for anybody else. Now, here's another thing I want to add on. Speaking to Rebbitz and Rachel about this subject before I started today. You know, we, if we're talking about Brismila, we also have to talk about tribe. And in our day and age, every tribal marking's cool, right? You, you, can, you can have Maori tattoos, you can have piercings, you can do whatever you want. That's all totally cool. But for some reason, there's all of a sudden 
this, this, this opposition to the Jewish tribal marking. What's the mark of the Jewish tribe? Well, it's marked in the man by doing the circumcision. I don't think it's an accident that in a time of rising anti-Semitism, that we are seeing a, uh, uh, a rise in opposition to bris milah. And, and those Jews who are opposed to circumcision because they somehow think it's some kind of uh, uh, um, uh, barbaric, some have said, they're totally okay with any other tribe doing anything they want to show membership, just not uh, uh, by the Jewish tribe. As we see in this Parsha, uh, circumcision is something which is one of the ways that we as people show our connection with God in a fundamental way. And we actually, if we were to take a feminist perspective, it's one of the ways we show uh, a man that he is not the end all and be all of the universe. This is one of the ways we do it, is that uh, um, uh, that masculine power has to be harnessed for good. And one of the ways we do that is with the bris milah. Well, we went through this Vasemis quite quickly today. Uh, um, I apologize for the how fast we're going through, but I'm trying to get over a lot of information. I'm always happy to answer any questions you have. You can email me and uh, we can keep the discussion going. I want to wish everybody a beautiful Shabbos and may we accept upon ourselves that uh, these mitzvot, like bris milah, were given to us as a way of bettering ourselves and bring us closer to our maker. And that gives a person a sense of of, of happiness. When you feel complete, you feel happy. And, uh, and that is uh, one of the lessons of the bris milah. Okay. Good Shabbos, good Shabbos, good Shabbos. Thank you for listening to the Sfas MS podcast. If you enjoy this class, please share it with your friends. We're now available wherever Anchor podcasts are available. Shabbat Shalom. Good Shabbos. Welcome to our next episode of the Sfas MS podcast. My name is Rabbi Yona Bookstein. Our learning will be informed by the work of Rabbi Nassan Chaim Leff and his Emes Ve'emunah book, in addition to other commentaries. We hope you enjoy the class.